So you slept in. Hey, we're not judging. Sometimes you just need to get a little bit more sleep. And if you need to snooze, we'd much rather you did it at home in a warm, comfortable bed than in our pews. You can always catch up with the sermon later right here on this Sunday Morning Sleep-In Podcast. You're still going to miss out on some things we think are pretty important about church, mostly revolving around community, intergenerational, challenging, loving, supportive, all of those wonderful things, and provisional of cookies. (laughs) But we will give you what we can. I'm Susan Foster. And I'm Chris Marshall. And we're United Methodist Pastors in Reno, Nevada. We're not theological experts, perfect preachers, or homiletical harbingers of a new age. We're your average pastors, helping our congregations think through life's big questions every week. We started this podcast so if you're away from home or working or maybe even just sleeping in, you can keep up with some of the ideas floating around the church. Each episode is a conversational version of a sermon we gave on a Sunday. So whatever day it is when you're listening to this, snuggle up and receive this with an open mind and an open heart. And a quick note, we encourage you to use your open mind to think your own thoughts. We don't expect that you'll agree with everything we have to say. But we hope that we give you a good jumping off point to do your own thinking, your own theology, Uh, around what you believe. Whatever you end up deciding, we hope that you will experience the mysterious loving force in the world we know as God moving in your life as you consider this. Third Sunday of Advent! We made it! On the third Sunday of Advent, we light pink. We light pink. Did you light pink? We light pink because ours are purple and pink. We have blue, so we just do blue, 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 blue. But Pink is good. Pink is good. We threw some pink on the communion table. It's a little shout out to the pink people in the congregation. (laughs) Well, what I did, I did realize is that when I set up the advent candles, because we use the refillable oil oil ones, that I had not filled up the pink candle. Did it sputter? So it totally sputtered during first service, but I remembered by second service. Okay, good. So I took care. But we don't want the joy to sputter. But it was just, it was just funny. I was like, why is it? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. Yeah. So I changed the, I changed the wick and everything. So. So did you talk about Mary on Sunday? No, we're talking about Mary next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the way the lex- the Luke Lictionary runs, we're talking about grown up John the Baptist today. Grown up John the Baptist. Nice. And I, you know, I mentioned the thing that, you know, as a little kid, always so totally frustrated me was we went from little babies to grown-up men with nothing all of a in sudden, between. With nothing in between. Yeah, just that one little shout-out to Jesus forgetting his parents at the temple. and Yeah, and the or the version of, you know, being blessed at the temple, and then we got none. Yeah, and then after that, nothing. Yeah, and the same thing happens with John the Baptist. We have no idea. Right? What happens? He's born. He's born. Mary then, freaks out and goes home to give birth herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Luke version uh, doesn't give us all the fun details about John. No, what does it say? The Luke just says he's standing in the wilderness with God's words in his mouth, basically. Uh, okay. We don't so get any get of the, the fun fashion tips. The camel hair and the locusts and, and the, the locusts and honey. No, no. The wild man in the wilderness. <laughs> One of my folks said it would be, they, for some reason, they, they connected locust and honey to like living on Cracker Jacks. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, mm. nope. Nope. Crunchier. Not the same. Not the same. Not but the same. anyway. Um, I was laughing because I was in San Francisco this weekend and I there was a little comedy show we went to. One of the comedians said something like, you know, you're walking around San Francisco. There's homeless people. There's millionaires. You can't tell them apart. Everybody dresses the same. <laughs> and I sort of think that about John the Baptist. Baptist. Like he just kind of blends right. uh, with this crowd of people who are just eccentric enough. Right. To go to out into the. Yeah. March to the beat of their own drummer. You right. know. Right. 
Um, so Luke's version of this is very straightforward. John mm-hmm. went to all the region around the Jordan preaching this this word of repentance of baptism for the forgiveness of sins. All right. And now, this to us sounds a little bit like somebody with a signboard outside a concert with a megaphone yeah, telling yeah. us to we have some connotation with it, don't we? Repent or die. Repent. But he was very popular. Right. And the guy with the billboard is not popular. So right. it must have been something people needed to hear. Right. Like right. you have the opportunity to change your life. Well, and God and, is not going to stand in yeah, your way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, John, and Luke very much names John as, as the person that the, that the prophet Isaiah has been waiting for. Mm-hmm. You know, had been telling us was coming. Yeah. You know, he's, here's somebody who's going to stand in the wilderness and say, make it right. Mm-hmm. You know, fix it. Or be prepared for the changes that will be necessary to make this work. Yeah. And as usual, you know, we think, oh, well, you know, we've kind of been waiting for, you know, this Advent thing. We we kind of, we fall into the trap uh, that we're waiting for, like, this cute little baby to be born. Mm-hmm. Right? I always think of the um, Talladega Nights thing, you know. Oh, yeah. It, Six pound, eight ounce yeah, baby Jesus delicious. sitting in his crib watching the baby Einstein videos, learn about shapes and colors. Right. Yeah. Um, just, right. But just a tiny know, the, little baby, but already omnipotent. Right. And, the, and we're anticipating like silent night and joy to the world. And what's really funny is we'd already sung joy to the world that, that yesterday, oh, that morning, that morning. And, and yet here we are in a story where we're out in the wilderness with a wild man, you know, mm-hmm. who's using some pretty salty language. Very salty, indeed. right? You brood of vipers. Um, your axe is the axe is laying at the root of the tree. I mean, this is this is like yeah. Your time's up. Your time's up, right? So why are we there? Why are we there in the middle of Advent? This is not the pretty little story of the baby Jesus. Sure, and, yeah. No, we've been doing prophets the whole right. the whole time, and people are kind of going, "Where's the cute story?" And Where, I'm like, "Wait for, for it. it, right? We'll get there." Um, and I told my people that we get this these stories lest we get caught up thinking. That the baby is what we're waiting for. Ooh. Lest we get caught up thinking that the story of Jesus's birth is the point of the whole thing. Because we get, we do, we get caught up thinking, oh, goody, the baby Jesus is coming. Mm-hmm. We can, we can rest now. Mm-hmm. The Savior's here. Yeah, right. She's going to take care of it. We can just sit on our haunches. Right. But she, John is in the middle of the wilderness saying repent. And he means it. Yeah. Right. Like he's he's not just out there making making noise. He's yeah. out there saying you need to the the phrase that's used is bear fruit of repentance. Right. Yeah, this like, does not the, work. Yeah. Do something that works. Yeah. Right. So I told the story. I, I said that we're more like the little kids at the mall mm-hmm. who are at the end of their patience. <laughs> Standing in line to see Santa or No, just in general. Just in general. Just in general. Tired of the crowds, overstimulated by all the glitter and the music. Uh-huh. And ready to go home, but not willing to admit it. And they're throwing a fit, right? And mom gets the child's attention or dad gets the child's attention and reminds them that Santa's right there in the mall. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that, that you can, you know, Santa's right there. Like, you know, you can yeah. point at Santa. Behave, behave yourself because Santa's watching. watching. Right. And says something like, Santa's watching you. Yeah. You might not get your present. And the little kid looks at Santa and you can see the, the, the gears, gears turning. turning. Yeah. And the kid states, I'll be good until I get past him. Right. And right. then it'll be fine. Right. And the child stops the behavior, behaves like a perfect angel. No evidence that a few moments before they were out of control. On the meltdown. And then they walk past Santa, and as and when Santa's out of sight, 
it's on again, full on fit. Snaps right back, yeah. Right? That's who we are. Yeah. Right? Like, that's who we are as, as people. We, we tend to think, well, you know, if God's watching, I'll behave. Right? But I'll it behave doesn't. as long as I have, have to, to. Right? To get what I, I want. want. And our fits might not be so evident. Like, our fits probably come more often in, not in tantrums. Hopefully, it's not a good way to live your life. But we're resisting and fighting against what Jesus would have us be or who God is calling us to be, however you think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we keep we keep it well hidden and think we're fooling God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think like we, we, if we act like we're repenting, it's good enough. Like we are going to change like we have changed and yet we fall into those old routines. Yeah. Um, and John's story reminds us that repentance and changing our life based on fear and punishment is insincere and short-lived. Oh, of course. Yeah, if you're right. just worried about what the what bad people, consequences will be, those are short-lived. Right. Or even what somebody else thinks. Yeah. Right? You really have to be focused on a positive outcome. And, and John is reminding the people they're not in this alone. This is one of the things that's come up a couple times in conversations with people about why... I mean, I personally, you know, I'm a Christian because I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I need community. I need people who like me and who who challenge me. Challenge me, yeah. and I need all of that in order well, to people be people I can look up to who have been doing this longer than exactly. I have, and who have some tips and tricks right? for how you keep doing this path, even though it's difficult oh. and challenging, and there's no easy solutions. Yeah. You know, I like being around people who are better at this than I am, too. Exactly, right. Something to strive for. And John is reminding us this isn't just for show. This is transformation inside and out. You know, our child at the mall makes this insincere and temporary change as a calculating change Mm -hmm. for self own self-interest out of fear. And there are no long-term, no repentance. But bearing fruit worthy of repentance is really the message, yeah. right? And that, and that is such good news, yeah. right? Like, Because there's a future in that. Right. It's not just empty words. It's not just some performance. It's right. real. It's a real right. change in who we are and who we are together. Right. And, and it doesn't leave us where we are struggling. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say you have to be perfect right now. Mm-hmm. It says repentance is about working towards that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's perfection yeah. in the most Wesleyan sense of the word. Right. Which is not never making a mistake. It's, it's being, choosing even when you have made a mistake to be humble and loving and forgiving and reconciling. Great. And that, that it's to have more of the mind of Christ and less of our ego, stuff. Yeah. selfishness, baggage, yeah. Yeah. hurt, wounds, things. So, so Luke calls John's salty words, as I put them earlier, uh-huh. right? Good news. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's one of the reasons we have to listen to the scripture again. Because I think if we just read it, we'd be like, oh. But the conversation, when we start to really analyze and think about what it means that this is good news and that it's about what the fruit becomes out of this, is really powerful. Yeah. We had a great conversation last Monday on on the scripture and, and, and just a lot of laughter, but a lot of laughter and saying, we've been really foolish. Mm. You know, we, we all come to this with some kookiness and some, you know, these ideas that get us stuck. Mm-hmm. And and here here is Luke offering us through, through the most unlikely of character. Right. Like you say, it's the guy who's standing on the street corner with the sign that the, you're kind of going. The eccentric. The yeah. eccentric, right. Who says, hey, 
Well, and what I like about John is he's not getting in your face. He's going out to the wilderness and you have to go find him. Yeah. And you have to go find him. And then he calls you on your stuff. Yeah. Which is what you're asking him to kind of do, actually, to give you a chance to change. Right. If we're not owning our stuff Mm -hmm. and, and this is not producing the fruit that I would that I that I know I can you know that that can be produced from my life. Yeah. It's time to change. I watched the Muppet Christmas Carol last weekend. Oh, yes. And my favorite story about that is we scared little kids at my home church with that movie accidentally. Oh no. Well, Emmy was Emmy was with us. She's 7. And it was there were parts of it that were she thought were a little scary and we just kept saying it's a Muppet movie, nobody dies, it's going to be okay, <laughs> you know. It's a Muppet movie, Maybe. it'll be fine. Uh, Charles Dickens, but this is the first time I watched Christmas Carol or read some version of Christmas Carol or whatever Uh and realized that Ebenezer Scrooge changing his personality does not necessarily ensure the future will be different. Ooh, yeah. This is the first time it sort of hit me that like tiny Tim still might not make it till next Christmas. Right. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And therefore, that's not the purpose. Right. Like, it's not threat of death, and therefore you change. It's definitely, I am sick of being isolated and estranged and hoarding. Mm -hmm. I want to be generous. I want to share, and I want to enjoy the time I have with people, and therefore I'm willing to change. I want to be connected instead of isolated by my own baggage or my own fear or my own whatever. What changes is how you interact with that future. Yeah, what changes, the, the fruits of repentance for Ebenezer Scrooge is not that everything is fine. The fruits of repentance is that he's not pushing everything away and intentionally making other people miserable right. or making himself miserable anymore. He's not living in this sort of lost past anymore. He's able to be who he is now. And, and we I all think have that's the fruit of, of repentance it. for right. us too. Like why are, why are we getting stuck in these old stories instead of letting ourselves be who we are now and keep moving forward? Well, and I'm sure you run into this all the time when we, when you're talking to people who are in crisis or in, despair mm-hmm. you know for lack of a better term who keep who, who insist on churning the same path yeah oh right? get in that rut just keep walking that, that rut. rut and that was one of the really fun conversations we had on Monday night was um when you read it in the revised standard it talks about hills and valleys being made flat basically uh-huh. and which means your ruts get covered up right but but what we were talking but when you read it in Eugene Peterson he says ruts yeah and we were like what kind of came out of that was talking about how um, we all have, there, there's some valleys or there's some low spots for all of us. And some of them are going to be ruts mm-hmm. and some of them are going to be deeper than that. Yeah. And some of them, you know, like, and for some of us taking those, those high places and, and giving them the appropriate space in our lives, right. it's going to be more difficult, right? Yeah. Because, we, you know, we didn't talk about this on Monday, but like one of the things that occurs to me as we're talking about it, you know, you're talking about like the mountaintop experience mm-hmm. and how often we're chasing that. Oh, we idolize it. And we idolize it. Oh, yeah. Whether it's a spiritual one or whether it's something we're achieving with mind-altering substances or right. some, it's some perfection that we have, you know, that Martha Stewart has put in front of us. Yeah. Right. She has a team of people who make that happen, folks. <laughs> it's not just her. Not just her. And, you know, all those ways, the highs and lows that we, and it's not about making everything beautifully smooth. That's not the reality. What, what, it's about giving people le- level playing ground. And it's about, and it's about giving ourselves level playing ground. Yeah. Yeah. 
The more you walk in that rut, the deeper it gets, harder yeah. it is to get out of it. Yeah, we got talking about, you know, the ruts that still exist in Death Valley and on the Oregon Trail mm-hmm. from those, those the, all the travelers. And sometimes you have to make plans to change. Change your change, route. To change yeah. those things. So, cool. Anyway, there we are. Well, thanks, Susan. And thanks to all of you for joining us for this episode of the Sunday Morning Sleep In podcast. If you have questions for us or stories about your own ruts that you'd like to share, you can shoot us an email at sundaymorningsleepin at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Sunday Morning Sleep In or on our website, sundaymorningsleepin.com, where you can find every episode we've ever recorded. We're in the middle of Advent right now. We're still posting episodes from last year. We'll get caught up. August, September, October, November. They're all coming. They're coming. You can catch all of them at that website with links to the things we've talked about. The scripture for this podcast is Luke 3, 1 to 19. And the theme music you're hearing is Take Me Higher by Jazzer. So at the the end of all of our podcasts and the end of our worship services, we, we give a blessing, we give homework, we give something to remind you to send you forth into your, the rest of your day. And so today I ask you, I invite you to go forth with God's blessing, following God's ways with hearts filled with joy. Walk with God in peace and harmony and share your gladness with the world.